Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. Oh, come on, come on. Y'all awake? Did you guys have your coffee this morning? Y'all doing all right today? Y'all doing all right this morning? All right, all right. Merry belated Christmas. Happy early New Year. You guys look like you made it. You made it through the week. You made, you made it through Monday. It, it happened, and you guys, at least, at the very least, Y'all are here. Y'all are here. We'll deal about the credit cards later on. We'll talk about the credit cards later on, but you're here for now. For those of you that are joining us online, welcome. Thank you for joining us in. Whether you're here somewhere in Miami or you're in a nice cabin in Tennessee, thank you for joining us from wherever you're at. Y'all, my name is Nick, and I'm one of the pastors here, and we are kind of finishing up our year um, while also finishing up our series. We've been in a series called Chris mess and we've been talking about some of the messes that come along with this Christmas season and I wanted to unpack that a little bit but just real quick I just wanted to kind of t- take a pulse on you guys like how was this past week for y'all how was this past week was it like, was it okay was it good was it decent you guys can give me some like hand motions like good not good eh, kind of yeah talk to me I, I can see you. okay cool 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 all right it was, was, was kind of good um so so for myself and 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 for our for our family this week is actually a kind of an extra special week for us obviously we have Christmas on Monday and so we were really excited you know all the traditions and also getting to celebrate Jesus and his birth and getting to hang out with you guys and sing carols and candlelights and and all the fun stuff snow in Miami everything was happening uh but then also so I, I don't know if y'all know this but so this past Wednesday uh, on the 27th was my wife's birthday. Uh, it was my wife's birthday. So ha- happy birthday, babe. Love you. Happy birthday. So good. And, and j- just if, if, y- if y'all want to send her a gift or anything, just cash at me directly. I'll make sure she gets some of it. I'll make sure she gets a portion. <laughs> uh, and then what's also cool is actually the, the day after, on the 28th, on Thursday, was our wedding anniversary. Uh, we, we celebrated four years of being married. Yeah, well, praise God for that. Praise God. It's, 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 it's flown by, it's gone by so fast. Um, I don't know why, we, you know, circumstances and all that made us choose, you know, there's Christmas and her birthday, and we just said, you know, let's just lump it all in. Let's, let's put the wedding right, right, right after that as well. <laughs> but, it, but it's an extra special week for us. Um, and then there's, there's all the other stuff that's happening in the periphery as well. And maybe for some of y'all as well, maybe this week was maybe a little bit more chill. Maybe, maybe you had some time off from work, or maybe if you still had to go into the office, maybe it was a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more chill. Maybe you got to spend some more time with some family, some people from out of town getting to hang out. Like maybe this was a kind of a unique week. But I can almost assure, um, just, in, it just in my own experience and just talking to some of y'all, like this week involved some cleaning. Anybody do some cleaning this week? Like trying to, trying to clean up the mess of Christmas? Yeah. Anybody hosted? Like you, you, had, you had an extra portion of cleaning up? Like there were plates and platters and in the kitchen and the living room. Anybody's living room looked like it, like a Category 4 hurricane just ran through it after a Monday? <laughs> yeah, it's serious. It's serious. There's like gift tissue everywhere. There's wrapping paper everywhere. There's things everywhere. There's a reason why uh, down, down in Homestead where we live, they do like a bulk pickup on Thursday because they just know. They just know you got all your boxes of all your new stuff and, the, and you need to get rid of it somehow, some way. And so I think honestly for all of us, like we've maybe spent a little bit of time this past week cleaning up the Christmas. Like quite literally, cleaning, cleaning up the Christmas. But then also what you're doing, so today is December 31st if I check my calendar correctly. And so what you're also probably doing is looking ahead to 2024. Anybody looking ahead to 2024? You're like, yes, please, leave 2023 behind. You know, like, like you're looking ahead to 2024, and, and what you're probably doing, maybe, maybe subtly, maybe subconsciously, or maybe you're like actually like vision boarding it out and writing it down and putting all these plans and dreams and all these different things. What you're, what you're probably doing is, is coming up with some type of like resolution. 
whether you call them that, whether you call them goals, whether you call them dreams or plans or whatever. And what resolutions are, and I don't know if y'all know this, what resolutions are really are just you trying to clean up areas of your life. That's all, that's all resolutions are. Like, so, okay, so I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, I want, I want to start to eat a little bit better. I want to have just, a, like, one less cookie every, every night at the end of dinner, right? Like, like, you're probably trying to clean up some of your dietary habits, right? Like, I, I, want, I want to do a little bit better at lunch. Like, I want to, I want to save a little bit of money. I'm going to pack my own lunch. I'm going to food plan, do, do meal prep, do all these different things. You're probably trying to clean up, like, your budget a little bit. Like, maybe you're trying to go to the gym more. Maybe you're trying to, to exercise more. Maybe you're trying to spend some more time with your kids. Maybe you're trying to patch things up with a relative. Like, like you've got some goals because you recognize that even in your own life, there are some messes present that you're trying to clean up for 2024. And this is the opportunity to do it. And so I think it's really interesting that as we kind of clean up Christmas, literally, like our houses and our spaces and, and, our, and our lives and all that, but also trying to clean up the areas of ourselves that we find are messy. This is, what this, this is what this week is. This is what this week is, and this is what today is. And so that's why the title of today's message is Cleaning Up the Mess. Cleaning Up the Mess. Cleaning Up the Mess. And so if you have a if Bible, go ahead and flip with me to Matthew chapter 1. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 1 today. If you have a digital Bible, you can start to tap to it, go, go over to it there. If not, everything is going to be on the screens behind me. If you're online, they're like right here in front of me here. Uh, and then also, if you want to follow along with some message notes, we've got message notes for you that kind of some fill in the blanks and some key verses that we want to highlight for you to kind of be able to pay attention just a little bit more. And so the message notes are primarily on our Miami Vineyard app. Best way to get the app is to just simply download it right now. It's free. You can go to your app store, search Miami Vineyard, download it, then hit this weekend, hit message notes. If, you, if you're a regular and you already have the Vineyard app, you know, you know how to get there this weekend, message notes. And if you need a physical pen and paper copy, th those are good too. We have them at every single entrance into the auditorium on these little half sheets on the pub tables right there. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 1. Y'all with me? Y'all ready with me? Okay, come on. A little bit, little bit more through you. Y'all ready with me? Yeah, okay, cool, cool, good. I, I can't be the only one that's excited about today. Okay, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. Here we go. This is, this is, this is, this is exciting, right? Um, because this is like the beginning, like, of the New Testament. This is good, this is exciting. Maybe some of y'all, maybe your resolution, I know, I know I pause on the verse, I'll get to it in a second, I promise. Um, like, maybe some of y'all, like, your plans are like, like I want to I wanna start to read the Bible more. Like, I want to read the Bible. That's, that's actually a great resolution for, for the new year. Like, I want to start to read the Bible more. I want to start to read it with some consistency. And so maybe you looked at a few Bible plans on, on the Bible app, and you're trying to figure some of these things out. And so maybe, maybe, just maybe, tomorrow you're going to start in Matthew. Just maybe. Uh, for, for here, we have daily Bible readings here at Miami Vineyard that we provide for you. We're actually starting the year in Ephesians. But either way, if you want to do your own Bible plan, you want to jump on with us with our Bible plan. But most of you, some of you, at some point this year, will be jumping into Matthew chapter 1. It's the very beginning of the New Testament. It's like, okay, cool. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about his life. It's going to be exciting. Cool. Great. All right, let's get started. Matthew chapter 1. This is the genealogy. That's weird. Uh, of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Okay, right off the bat, like, if you were trying to create a compelling story about someone's life, would you start with their genealogy? 
I wouldn't, I, just, just personally. And, and we're going to go on to see, for the next 17 verses, Matthew is going to detail a 42, yes, 42 generation genealogy of Jesus. I don't know about y'all, but that is not the way that I would have started my, 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 my compilation of the account of the life of Jesus. Even, even for y'all, like maybe, maybe you got like a biography for Christmas. Any, any readers in the house? Anybody? All, all two of you? Pra- praise God. That's awesome. Um, maybe you got a biography for Christmas. Maybe you're going to learn more about, like you got a biography about Lincoln. You got a biography about MLK. I, I promise you, I don't know which biography you got, but I promise you they're not going to start off their biography with a 42-generation list that led up to them. Just, just my hunch, just, just my guess. If, if you're watching a good movie, usually good movies, right, they'll, they'll kind of like, they'll insert you into like a big action moment. Like they'll get you like right into the heart of, of, of the plot and, the, and they'll let you see a little bit of what's happening. And you're like, whoa, what's going on? What's happening? Who's this? Who's that? Why are they fighting? What's going on? And then, and then they bring you back, right? And they bring you back and then they explain the rest of the story as it goes on. But they probably do not start with a 42-generation list that led up to that person that they're focusing on. Just my hunch. So this is not really like how we do books. This is not really how we do movies. And so this would be identified as strange. Anybody ever like, like maybe you never thought twice about it. Maybe you've read Matthew before or you've read the Bible before and, and you've just, you just not thought twice about it. You're like, okay, I guess we're going to read the genealogy of Jesus. Maybe this is new to you and you're like, don't know why we're starting with the genealogy, but I guess that's how the Bible works, so let's just go for it. Just to say, this is a strange start. And so then the question is why? Because Matthew's intentional was starting this way. Why do we focus on the genealogy of Jesus when we start the story about his life? And, 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 the, re- and the real key here, if, if you're paying attention to, to, to your notes, we're going to jump into to point one in a second. But the real key, before, before Matthew gets to the story about the Messiah, the key here is that he's trying to tell you the story of why we need a Messiah through this genealogy. Why we would need a Messiah. What, what, what even is a Messiah? Maybe some of y'all are wondering that. Maybe you're new, newer to church and you're like, you've never heard the word Messiah. Or maybe you've been to church and you've, you've heard the word, never asked what it means. You felt a little like nervous, like, ah, oh, should I ask what it means? Like, are they going to judge me if I ask what it means? Like, what, what's a Messiah? Like, what is, what is that? So, so Messiah, if we could just break, break it down a little bit, just maybe some guesses. Maybe Messiah is somebody who cleans up messes. Messiah. Well, well, kind of, actually. That, that's kind of what a Messiah does. Um, maybe, maybe on this other side. So maybe it's like a, you, you know, like those breathing practices. You're like, mess, me, sigh. Ah. Okay, cool. We got it. We got it. No, no, yeah. That, that's, that's, if you want to do that, that, that that's, a good, that's a good breathing exercise when you get stressed out this week at work. All right, so no, no, no. Messiah, Messiah is actually a Hebrew word that's spelled in English and pronounced in English. And, and what it literally means is anointed one anointed one. Um, and for those of you who have translations that say Jesus the Christ, well, that's okay because Christ is literally just the Greek version of the word Messiah. Christos, Christ, right? So Christ, it's not, it's not, by the way, it's not his last name. It's actually a title. It's, it's Christ. It's Messiah. It's, it's somebody who is anointed by God. What is, what is Messiah? Somebody who's been anointed by God and, and specifically appointed to be a place where heaven and earth meet together. That's what a Messiah is. That's what an anointed one is. Someone, someone that has been appointed by God to be a heaven and earth hotspot. That's the idea. And uh, Yeah, there you go, for, for some of my techie fans. So, so the idea is that, that he would make God known to the people, heaven coming to earth, and that people would get to know who God it really is, earth to heaven. Heaven to earth and earth to heaven through a person named Jesus, the Messiah. Jesus, 
the Christ, right? That's the idea. And so what, what Matthew, he's making a very bold statement right from the jump. He says, this is the genealogy. This is the record of this Jesus. And by the way, Jesus, not just the rabbi, not just the teacher, not just the moral philosopher, not just this peacemaker, Jesus Messiah, meaning Jesus, the one who has been anointed by God to save and redeem and, 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 and fix the issues and the messes that are present within the whole world. Right from the jump, Matthew is telling you very clearly, this is who Jesus actually is. He's not just a nice guy and a nice little baby on a nativity set that you're going to put away in about a week. He is Messiah. He is Lord. He is God. And he does reign over the entire universe. And he has been commissioned by God to restore and redeem what has been broken, the anointed one. Amen? <laughs> Messiah. Messiah. But so why, why would we need a Messiah? That's a great question. Maybe you're wondering that. Why, why even will we need a Messiah? Well, this is point number one in your notes if you're following along. Point number one is quite simply, we make messes. We make messes. We make messes. M maybe, maybe that's news to you. Um, I'm guessing it's probably not. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it's probably not. But what Matthew is doing here is, is from the very beginning of, of, of the Jewish identity, right? The very beginning of the identity of, of God's people throughout the Old Testament. From the very beginning, starting with Abraham. Matthew's making it clear. Listen, this is what the Messiah came to do. This is what Jesus came to do. And just, just to give you a little bit of a brief history, because what, what Matthew's about to do in these 17 verses right here, in these 17 verses, is he's going to give you just a little brief recap of what happened in all of this. He's going to give you a brief previously on for all of this. So if this is really overwhelming and, and, and a lot and you don't really understand, just start reading Matthew 1 through 17, and you'll start to understand a little bit of the story of the Old Testament. He starts off with Abraham, but it goes actually before that. It goes back to the garden. It goes back to when, when Adam and Eve compromised their relationship with God by, 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 fa by falling into the lure and falling into the trap of, of seeking knowledge on their own behalf and, and seeking wisdom on their own behalf instead of trusting God. And so, and so the relationship was compromised a little bit, and then mess after mess after mess after mess continues to happen and then finally abraham shows onto the scene this is the book of genesis if, if you're curious abraham jumps onto the scene and god chooses him and says hey it's going to be through you that i'm going to bless the entire world and through your descendants and through and through one that comes through you everyone is going to be blessed everyone is going to be redeemed and to be saved through you only issue is abraham's a little messy i don't know if y'all saw uh, abraham is just he's kind of a messy guy he, he's just a normal dude. And maybe, maybe some of you, you've been taught growing up through church and stuff, like we kind of idealize like our Bible figures. We kind of like, we kind of moralize our Bible people. And yes, Abraham was a great dude in some respects, but he was a messy dude. And so, so was everyone it, throughout, throughout the scriptures, except Jesus. Just a, bunch, just a bunch of messy people going through some messes, causing some messes themselves. Abraham had some issues. Abraham, because he didn't really trust what God was doing in his life, so he went and, and slept with another woman so that, so that he could try to fulfill the promise that God had already promised him, but through his wife, but he chose another woman to have the promise with. It got, got a little messy. It got a little messy. Several messes kind of flowed for that. He, he lied to some people about who his wife actually was. Like, Abraham was kind of just a messy dude. And then you go on and you get to Isaac and you get to Jacob and you get to Judah and you think, okay, maybe, 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 maybe it gets a little bit better. Maybe they get a little bit less messy. Uh, it actually kind of gets a little bit more messy. It kind of gets even crazier. And there's betrayal and there's murder and there's violence and there's all these different things happening throughout. And then it just keeps going on and on and on through the lineage. You see verse 2, verse 3, verse 4, verse 5, just the lineage. And it's just, ah, like some of them, they, they do okay. And most of them just make a whole mess of things. Whether the mess that they inherited, maybe that's relatable for you. 
you just feel like, man, I just inherited a mess. I come from a broken home, I come from issues in my family, addictions that, that, that have been in my family for generations. I just inherited a mess. I, I, I come from a place where, where statistically people don't make it out of. I, I just inherited a mess. Like maybe that's you. Maybe you just inherited the mess. And, and then maybe also, maybe you're a victim of messes, but then you might also be a perpetrator of messes as well because maybe you've caused a mess or two in your own life. Maybe, 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 you've, maybe you've caused some issues in your own life that have just caused some messes. This is why we do resolutions in the first place, right? Because we make messes of our own lives and we decide, okay, I'm going to clean some stuff up for this new year. That's the story of God's people, the Israelites. That's the story. They, they, they've been, they're just making messes and making messes. And, 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 and throughout this process, they're, they're trying to come up with some solutions. But here's the problem. This is point number two, if you're following along, is that oftentimes, for, even for us, our cleanups are often really just messed up. Even our cleanups are messed up. Anybody have kids in here? Anybody have kids? Okay, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. I don't even have to, I don't even have to finish what I'm going to say. So have you, ever, have you ever had a kid help you try to cook or to clean? Have you ever had, have you ever had yeah, you already know. You already, you, you've already just pictured in your head. You got triggered a little bit. It, it, sent, it sent you back a little bit. Like, you, you, you've maybe had, a, and you thought it was cute for a moment. You took a few pictures of them with, like, the sponge and the water and all these different things. Or they had the, they had the spatula in there helping you cook. About 3.5 minutes later, right, things were just mayhem and things were crazy. And, and you thought that they were just trying to help you clean up. But their cleanups were really just messed up. Y'all see that? And, 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 and then we think when we get a little bit older, things get a little bit better. But oftentimes for us, like, honestly, honestly, most of our messes come from us trying to clean things up. Like, mo like mo very few people have, like, really evil motives, honestly. I, I know you think your neighbor has evil motives. I know you think your coworker ha has impure motives when they're, when they're trying to make you go crazy, right? But honestly, most of us are just really trying to get by. Most of us are just really trying to just live these lives and trying to do it the best we can. But so oftentimes because of our own just frailty and because of our own inconsistency and because of our own lack of wisdom, like, like our cleanups are often just honestly messed up. Our cleanups are often messed up, and, and, and we find ourselves in just more issues than we even started with. And this is the story of the Israelites. You go from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you go into the kings, you go to David. Y'all remember, we talked about this a few weeks ago, David's cleanup, like when he messed up, he messed up and he, and he slept with another woman that, 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 had a, that had a husband, and then she got pregnant, and he's like, okay, I'm going to clean this up real quick, I'm going to make it nice and tidy. And so he tried to kill off the husband, and then he ended up killing him off, and, and just like, it was so messed up, but he was trying to clean it up. And so what do you do when the cleanup gets messed up? What happens? Who do you turn to when your cleanup gets messed up? And on from Solomon and down to the kings of Judah and then all the way to when they get exiled from Babylon. They laid, they laid their bed and now they had to sleep in it and, and they got exiled from Babylon because of their own circumstances and their own issues and their own decisions. And they're exiled away from the promised land that God had given them. And after, after a generation or two, they, they eventually come back. But there's something missing. There's something missing. And this is actually where we leave off on the Old Testament. Like when you get to the very end of the Old Testament, this is where we leave off. It's just, we're, we're back in the promised land, but we still feel like we're in exile. We still feel like there's a spiritual exile. We still feel like, like, like something is missing. And maybe, maybe for you, like you felt that way before. Like, like man, I, it, things seem to be going good. Like, it, nothing, nothing insane happened this week, but just, mm, just something is just not quite there yet. And they wait, and they wait, and they wait. And then we come upon first century Israel-Palestine. And all of a sudden there's these rumors, and there's these stars that start to appear. 
And, and, and a couple of shepherds saw, said they saw some angel choirs singing. And, and you start to hear these reports about this king that was born in Bethlehem. And, 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 all, and all of a sudden, Ma, Ma, and Matthew is telling us, he gonna, he's going to narrate the rest of the story. And, he, and you're going to see a lot of what happens. But, but right from the jump, he tells you, like, this is the history. And this is actually why we need a Messiah. Y'all remember Abraham? Ah, I don't think he was it. Remember, remember Jacob? Remember David? Like, they had glimpses and they had moments, but it wasn't it. And we're still waiting. And maybe in your own life, you had your own triumphant moments, but, but we're still, we're just, mm, just, there's something incomplete about it. And this is point number three, if, if you're following along from there. Jesus cleans up the mess once and for all. 17 verses from Abraham to Jesus. Matthew's making the point. He, he, is, he is summarizing the entirety of the Bible up until that point. And he's saying, we, we've made some messes. And even when we tried to fix it, even when we, even when we tried to search for some answers, they, they were incomplete in and of themselves because we were incomplete. And then Jesus shows up. And then Jesus shows up. And, and, and this is what Matthew is saying. This is, this is what it means that he is the Messiah because he is coming to clean up the mess once and for all. And so I want to encourage you, as, as you get started in this new year and as you jump into this new year, can, can, can I encourage you to not lean on your own understanding, to, to, not, to not lean on your own abilities and to not lean on your own strength. Yes, please make goals, make dreams, make plans. But I want to invite you to invite God into your plans and to invite God into your dreams and to invite God into your strategies. Because if we learn anything from the first 17 verses of the Gospel of Matthew, it is that we are incomplete in and of ourselves, but there is one who came to complete us, y'all. There is one who came to redeem us and to free us and to not leave us to our own devices, but to come and meet us where we're at and to save us and renew us and reshape our minds and our hearts. And so can I invite you as you jump into 2024, let him lead the way. Let, let Jesus Messiah, let Jesus the Christ, let, let him lead the way. Like God, I, I, want, I want your dreams, I want your plans. God, 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 I want you to tell me what's important. I, w I, want you to I want you to help me figure out what I need to let go of. I want you to help me figure out what I, what I need to pick up. I want you to help me learn how to begin to, be like to start this rhythm where I'm trusting you and I'm believing you and I'm looking to you and I'm asking you questions and I'm waiting for answers and I'm looking to God for wisdom for 2024. Because, it, because if you look back on your own life, if you think you're going to go into 2024 by yourself, and it's, and it's going to go exactly how you planned. Can I just offer you to look back on 2023 and 2022 and 2021 and 2020? So if nothing else, start this year from a posture like this. Of surrender. It's just, it's just a posture and it's just to say like, God, like take the reins. And give me vision for what my life should look like. Give me vision for what my life should look like. This is beautiful. We're going we're gonna to end it right here. This is later on in, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. This is after he finishes the genealogy. And he's now, now he's getting into like the meat and potatoes of, of, of what's happening here. And this, this, is, this is what we read, you know, during Christmas time, right? So, so this is the angel talking to Joseph. And, and he's saying about Mary. He says, Mary, she, she's going to give birth to a son. You, Joseph, you're going to give him the name Jesus. Why? Why Jesus. Jesus literally means the Lord saves. That's what his name literally means. You're going to name him the Lord saves. Why? Because he's going to save his people from their sins. 
He's going to clean up the messes once and for all. And this is actually what took place to fulfill what the Lord had actually said. So throughout that genealogy, God was speaking. And God was giving them hope. And God was giving them plans. And he was giving them vision and ideas. This is not how it's going to end. There's going to be one that comes through this lineage that's going to fix everything and redeem everything and renew and reshape and refresh everything. And all this took place to fulfill what he had said through the prophet Isaiah. The virgin actually will conceive and give birth to a son. And they'll call him God with us. Emmanuel, God with us. God didn't just leave us on our own. Figure out 2024. You, you got yourself in this mess. You can figure it out. God with us. That's the story of Jesus the Messiah. And that's the story as you finish 2023 and as you enter into this new year. Emmanuel. And let, let him be with you. Let him lead the way. Let him give you vision. Let him give you plans. Let, let, let him give you strategies. I, I even want to encourage you, if you don't even know where to start, you don't even know what to what it's supposed to look like. I, I mentioned to you about the daily Bible readings. I want to encourage you to jump into those. I want to encourage you to come back next week and we're going to start a brand new series called Thrive where we're going to unpack this idea a little bit more of what do we do in this next year to make the most out of what God has for us. And then also on that day after, on Monday, January 8th, we're going to start 21 days of prayer as a church family, as a community. And I want to invite you to lean into it. I want to invite you to set, set some reminders in your days and, and just take some intentional time to just pray. Just ask God. You don't have to have all the good ideas. You, you, you don't have to be brilliant on your own. Just trust Him. Jump into 21 days of prayer with us next week. And just trust God for 2024 and see what He might have in store for us. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for what you're doing right here and right now in this space. God, for those that are, that are right here under the sound of my voice in person, for those that are joining in online, God, I thank you. And, and, and Holy Spirit, I, I pray even right now, God, that, that you would just be just, just doing the thing that we're talking about, that you would be refreshing, that you would be restoring, that you would be renewing. Maybe, maybe some, some of y'all just had a really horrible week and, and things just hit the fan and can I invite you to just have a posture like, God, can you heal this? God, can you, can, can you really restore this? Can you, can you make what's dead come to life? Can you make what's hopeless come to life? Can you put flesh on dry bones, God? Can, can, you, can you really do this? Even right now, as, as we're praying, I just want to invite you, like, as, as, I'm, as I'm praying out loud, I just want to invite you to just, just begin to just, just ask God. Say, God, give, give, me, give me vision. Give me plans. Give me, give me, give me goals. Give me, give me hope. Some, some of y'all just need hope. That, that God actually can do something incredible in and through your life this next year. And that you are not simply just subject to the circumstances that are around you. That God wants to use you. He wants to bless you. And he wants to make himself known to you. Through his Messiah, Jesus heaven and earth meeting space, the person in which heaven and earth collide together, the same Jesus that's with us right now. And just, just, keep, just keep talking to God just, and, and just, just invite him 
into your plans, into your spaces. Let him breathe hope into you. He wants to be involved. And maybe some of you, as, as we're praying and as, as our heads are bowed and eyes are closed, just to block out distractions, this is not for the person next to you. This is not for the person you came with. This is not for me. This is not for Miami Vineyard. This is just a moment between you and God. Maybe some of y'all, you just, you, you don't have a moment where you can look back and, and, and point to where you actually said yes to a relationship with Jesus. And, and maybe, maybe God's just doing something right now. Maybe, maybe in, in, this, in this day and tomorrow, you're just feeling a little bit extra reflective and introspective and, and you're realizing, I, I think I need this Jesus. This Jesus that came to save and restore and renew and heal and forgive and give new life. Maybe that's you. Maybe, maybe this is your moment. Maybe this is your fresh start moment with Jesus. I just want to invite you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray a prayer out loud. You can pray a prayer just in your hearts. You don't got to pray it out loud. Just pray it in your hearts. It, it's not a formula. It's a posture. It's not the last prayer, but it's a, it's a great first prayer. I'll pray it out loud. You can pray it in your hearts. Just say, Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for what you did on the cross to pay for all of my messes and every other mess in history. God, I see now clearly you are who you say you are. I am who you say I am. And I want to follow you. I want to trust you. And I want to start a relationship with you. Help me to grow closer to you. And I give you my life because you gave me yours. Thank you, God, for what you're doing right now. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930. And we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening.